0: and spark the change we wish to see in ourselves, our teams, and the world. Hi, I'm Dr. Joseph Walker, and thank you so much for tuning in to Next Level Leader Podcast. I'm so grateful to have you connected on today, and make no mistake about it, as we are excited about this brand new year, we are really motivated to help you go to the next level. Now, Next Level Leader is designed for people just like you, people that are trying to reach new heights, who understand that leadership is a privilege. It's an opportunity to uh, help others. It's an opportunity to get better as a leader, to motivate and encourage others toward a specific goal. So our goal is to provide content that might help you individually as well as collaboratively with your organization to be a better leader. I want to thank you and so many of you who have subscribed to this podcast. And if you are a first timer, I want you to make certain that you follow me at Joseph Walker 3. Let me know this podcast is blessing you. Also, it would really bless me if you would share it with as many people as you can. Encourage them to download wherever they get podcasts and subscribe to this podcast. Thank you so much for just being a part. I want you to follow me at Joseph Walker 3 and also for you, my books and content, things of that nature, or if you desire us to come and to share with you and your organization, go to Joseph Walker 3. That's josephwalker3.org and get all of our books and things that we know will be a tremendous blessing. Really excited about our video podcast. And my wife and I do this one. It is taken off, it is really amazing. And I want to invite you to go over there to YouTube and subscribe to our life, our journey, our truth. When I tell you about balancing family life and just everyday situations, you need to watch that. It will truly help you as a leader. So we're putting this content out here between this podcast and between that video program that we know can be a tremendous blessing on that platform. We hope you take advantage of it all. And thank you so much in advance. Well, today I want to talk about time is money. Now we've heard this on so many occasions And I believe that as we are focusing in on this new year, it's going to be incredibly important that we understand how to place value with our time. You know, you've got a lot going on, a lot of people that are going to be pulling at you, a lot of things. And I just believe now more than ever, it's time for us all to really think about our time and its association with our money. Now, let's be very clear at the beginning of this. Now, you're an entrepreneur, you're a business person, and you're trying to make a difference out there, let me tell you what you've got to do. You have got to. I mean, out of the gate, you have got to make certain that you truly, 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 truly associate your time with value. So as a consequence, you have to overcome, here's number one, procrastination. Let's go. Let's get up, develop a plan. Let's push past the idea of delaying and delaying You will never reach the next level as a next level leader if you procrastinate. You have to see your time as value. And the more you procrastinate, you are leaving money on the table. You are leaving opportunities on the table. One of the things I try to do religiously is get up early. I try to get so much done before 8 o'clock between my devotion, between my workout, between my ideation of vision and development. I mean, I'm moving early in the morning, watching the sun come up because I refuse to be that person that is constantly procrastinating and putting things off. So I wanna encourage you today to develop a strategic plan on how to navigate through your day, how to get tasks done, and not be the person that continues to table, put things away, but declare with your life that I am going to accomplish what's in front of me without procrastination. Time is money, y'all. You don't and have it to waste sitting around lollygagging, searching social media for nothing, going up and down in a cycle of frivolousness, you have got to be very intentional about making certain you defeat procrastination with a plan. Procrastination is always accomplished or defeated when you have a plan. Here's number two. I want you to understand that what you value, others will. What you value, others will. I learned this um, as a leader. right I learned that once I place a premium on my time, once I let people know that being late will cost them, then they begin to realize how I value my time. If you're laxadaisical around time, you're kind of casual with it, oh, it doesn't matter if we start a few minutes late. It doesn't matter if you're late for the appointment. People will begin to develop that kind of culture around you and treat you as such. And as a consequence, it throws your day off and then it prohibits you from actually accomplishing what you're trying to accomplish to reach the goals you're trying to reach. And ultimately, it impacts your bottom line. I just think it's important. You have to set the tone. People who know me know that if you're on time, you're late. I start before time and I always end on time. It's so important that you value time. Whatever you value, that's what the people around you will value. People know if they're going to show up late, sometimes they're like, I'm not even going to come because I know how much you value promptness, how much you value people being where they need to be in order to get what they need to get. So think about it, even in your organization, if you value time, if you put a premium on that in terms of starting on time and getting things accomplished on time, on a schedule... You will create a culture and a climate where every single individual in your organization will begin to value it as well. Now, number three is something I share with uh, (laughs) a lot of my mentees. And some people just cannot uh, get this. But it's so important is that when you can learn the lesson of succinctness, how do you become more succinct in your presentation style? Uh, how do you become more succinct in your negotiation style? Sometimes we are so, for lack of a better word, all over the place. You've seen people who talk in figure eights, you're like, they just go around and around. Their narratives are so long that the time they get to the thing that they want, they have lulled you to sleep. What you will discover is that when you're at the negotiating table, when you're trying to get a partner to work alongside you. You've got to learn how to present with succinctness. Get to the point. What is the thing you're trying to accomplish and why you're trying to accomplish it? One of the things that I've learned even in teaching as a leader is to try to get to the main thesis, to get to the idea quickly so that the people who are listening to me will be engaged. They're not out here just trying to figure out where is this going? What, what, what are we talking about? So it's important for leaders to have clarity concerning your vision so you can speak with succinctness, it means that you don't have to be long-winded. You don't have to keep people in one-hour, two-hour meetings all the time. You can be so succinct that you can lay it out very clearly, precisely, and people get their marching orders. Think about it. There's a reason why in football they have a clock, right? And uh, they know they got time in the huddle. You got time to call the play, come to the line, and activate. But the last thing you want is the delay of game. There's a lot of people out there who continuously get a delay of game because it takes you too long to get from the huddle to actually executing your play. Learn how to move succinctly. Teach your team how to move succinctly. But here's number four, and I think this is important. I shared it earlier, but I want to lean in on it. If you're on time, you're late. I learned this principle from the late Dr. Isaac Greggs when I was in the marching band at Southern University, and I didn't understand that. I thought just being on time was enough, but what he helped us realize is you had to be in the right place at the right time with the right equipment ready to concentrate. He was simply suggesting that you must be before time so that when things are about to happen, you are in a space of preparedness and readiness. You ever seen people come in right before time, and they're gathering themselves? Instruction is going forward, things are happening, but they're still reaching in their bag, trying to get this, trying to get that, because they don't value time. Time is money. So everything I attend, I try to get there before time, get prepared, and I'm ready to go as soon as the clock strikes the time it's supposed to start. I'm ready to activate. I'm ready to move forward in what I'm there to do. If you learn to place a premium on that, learn to be before time. Sometimes you got to trick yourself out of that slothfulness. Something may start at 7.30 and convince yourself it starts at 7. And begin to move, give yourself a 30-minute cushion. You'll be amazed at how that will be a blessing to you, even as you go forward in life. Here's the other thing. Number five, don't miss your window. You know, I think it's important because time is a... Such an unredeemable quality, you don't get it back, right? And when I talk about not missing your window, you know, the Bible talks about vision is for an appointed time. That there is a moment that I believe God gives us that creates this window of opportunity. And we talked earlier about being prepared because when that window of opportunity opens up, you've got to be ready to walk in it, you've got to be prepared to move forward. You cannot Sit back and twiddle your thumbs or be in a place where you are distracted. You have got to know it's go time. And when that window is open, you've got to move. This is what you pray for. This is what you prepared for. So there comes a moment that you don't miss your window. I have seen so many people miss their window, either through distraction or not being properly prepared. Let me tell you something. It's going to come. The opportunity is going to present itself. That's why in those seasons when it's not happening, you've got to learn to use that as a developmental period, putting yourself in a position so that when that moment comes, you are ready. You're better to take over. You're better to walk into that space and accomplish what you know you've been put on earth to do. It's so important because watch this. Vision is for an appointed time. It will speak. It will not lie. Though it tarry, it will come to pass. So don't miss your window. I want you just to say that I will not miss my window in 2024. There's an opportunity that's awaiting me. And when that opportunity comes, I'm not going to operate in fear. I'm not going to operate in being trifling, procrastinating. I am not going to be distracted, but I am going to walk unapologetically into the season that God has for my life. Now, one of the things that I practice every single day in I want to drop it here because I believe that it'll be a blessing to you, is keep yourself on a schedule. That's number six. How do I keep myself on a schedule? Well, I must first develop a schedule. One of the things I love about James Clear's book on atomic habits, he talks about how you have to write things down literally and you present those things to yourself. And I do this because it keeps me on a schedule. When I go in and I work, I always take out my little black uh, journal and I write down my daily activities and things I need to get accomplished and I just check each one as it goes. I check, check, check because I keep myself on a schedule. And when I do that, I don't insert other things that could distract me or cause me to miss my deadline. I purposely discipline myself around my own schedule. This is my work time. This is my play time. And so I'm keeping myself on a schedule by not allowing other people to hijack my time. My time is money. My time is money. So I'm making certain that I absolutely, listen carefully, y'all, I keep myself on a schedule. How do you do that? You may be saying, How in the world do you do that? Well, let me help you understand something. You have to write it, right? And you have to make certain and holding yourself accountable now that you don't leave tasks unfinished. Each task, finish it, check it off. Next task, finish it, check it off. But then also give yourself a time frame within the day to get it accomplished. I do it all the time. Between eight and nine, I'm going to do this. I'm going to break between 9, 15, 10 o'clock. That's going to get done. I'm going to return these calls between 10 and 1045. That's going to get done. I'm going to break again go outside and process all those calls I just had. Going to pick back up at 11. Going to work to noon. Have lunch. See, what I've learned to do in my own schedule, it's just me. I work from 8 to 2. I put myself on this schedule. I have a very fluid schedule, but I make myself work like that so that by 2 o'clock, I'm done. And I begin to pivot into being present for my children and my wife and my family. So I've learned to pile it all in early. Get it done. Because I know by 2 o'clock, I need to be finished for the day. That's how I operate. I suggest you put yourself on a schedule. All right, let's review what we've uh, talked about today. We're talking about time is money. And the first thing we talked about is how to overcome procrastination. All of us struggle with it. All of us have this delay spirit. But now in this season where you're going and what God's doing in your life, you have got to make certain. You overcome that spirit of procrastination. Get up, let's go, brand new year, let's make it happen. Number two, remember what you value, others will. People pay attention to what you place an important premium on. They watch that. And when you start valuing time, you start valuing presence, you will be amazed at how everything begins to adapt to that. People no longer take you for granted because they value what you value. But the third thing we discussed is learning the lessons of succinctness. Learning how to speak with clarity, to be concise, to not be all over the place, but to learn how to get a thing delivered on time. To be able to say what you want and say it clearly without going through a bunch of verbal figure eights, just going around and around. Around and around and you're confusing people. There comes a moment you're going to have to learn to just say what you want. But number four, if you're on time, you're late. Learn to place a premium on being on time. Guys, on time means before time. Build yourself in some cushion for contingencies. In case something happens, you still are there before time. But then number five, don't miss your window. There is a window of opportunity. There's a moment when you've got to be prepared to move, to shift, to make certain. You don't let this opportunity pass you by. The beautiful thing about the woman with the issue of blood is that when she heard that Jesus was passing by, she did not miss her window of opportunity. So many people, because of distractions, because of fear, are not being prepared, miss their window of opportunity. But that will not be you, because you are prepared for what is coming. But here's number six. Keep yourself on a schedule. Yes, keep yourself on a schedule. Doesn't matter what happens. Line up your schedule. Put yourself on a time frame and say, by this time, I'll accomplish this. By that time, I'll accomplish that. Don't allow other people to control and manipulate your schedule. You control your schedule. But here's number seven, and it's so simple, I'm almost embarrassed to say it. Plan Plan, plan. Every leader is a planner. You don't just move randomly out here, but you've got to make certain that you are making moves based on a game plan that you have. When you lay out a plan, everything begins to align with it. You begin to understand, watch this, how to organize everything based upon your day and the value you place on your time is how other people associate that. When I'm planning, I'm laying everything out. I'm making certain that my team understands. I understand what's important, what times I'm going to step away. I'm planning, what times I'm going to be all engaged. I'm planning this because I want the people who are connected and who are working to understand when you're connected with me and working with me, we are operating not out here randomly, just throwing something at the wind, but we absolutely have a plan. Maybe this is an opportunity for you to sit down the white sheet of paper and develop you a game plan because ladies and gentlemen, your time is money and you don't have time to be out here missing what God has for you. I'm thankful for you today and I want to appreciate all of you for tuning in. I hope this podcast has been a tremendous blessing. I want to tell you about something we're having at our church in Nashville. The Mount Zion Church of Nashville, Tennessee is hosting what's called Business Connect Branch. It was Power 300 last year and it sold out in eight days. We're bringing together the most powerful speakers on the planet. We're going to put you in a room with other entrepreneurs and people who are business owners to give you resources and to be able to share with you how to tap into the resources. You don't want to miss this. It is going to be the most powerful brunch ever. It's happening at the JW Marriott in Nashville, Tennessee. And I want you, it's going to happen this month. I want you to register. I want you to text BCB, that means Business Connect Branch at 78228. I want you to do that and you'll get the information. You'll see it. It's going to be amazing. I cannot wait for you to be a part. That's BCB at 78228. Make certain you do that. This brunch is going to be second to none. It's going to be at the JW Marriott downtown. That's downtown Nashville. It is happening on the 27th, Saturday. Saturday, the 27th of January. This month, I want to see you there. Can you do it? Listen, send me a message at josephwalker3 on Instagram and let me know you're registered. I want to see you in the building. All my next level leaders, I want to see you there. Thank you so much for tuning in. I pray this has blessed you. Now get up and go get it because your time is money. Until next time. Peace. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's podcast. I want you to subscribe to iTunes, cpnshows.com, or whatever podcasts are downloaded. I also want you to follow me on Instagram at Joseph.